Hello, and welcome to An Alternative Approach, a podcast for misfits, outcasts, and those who march to the beat of their own drum. I'm your host, Julia Christine. Last week, we talked about emotional regulation. This week, I'm going to be talking about emotional regulation for kids and how we can help them as parents. So let's look at where emotional regulation starts for kids. And that is really at the age of two. And we're going to get a little neurosciency, and then I'll get into the t- three tips to help you with your kids to help them regulate their emotions. Okay, so first on the neuroscience. Around the age of two, their brain is developing now from the limbic system, the fight or flight, right? That makes sure that all of their basic needs are taken care of, which you can see by crying, right? And then suddenly they're emotional. The middle part of their brain goes into hyperdrive as they start to develop. And what that means is that suddenly they have all of these emotions all the time and they have no idea what to do with it. This is why we call it the terrible twos is suddenly they are an emotional wreck. Well, because they've never had to deal with those kinds of emotions before and they have no idea what to do with them. This is where you can come in and it's big, right? This is this is big. So it's neuroscience. Like they're not doing it against you. It's just their brain developing. Now, into the tips. How can we help kids? Okay, so there's three. One, labeling the emotion has been huge for my kids, right? Me being able to say, wow, I can see you're really frustrated. I can see you're really angry. I can see, wow, you know what? It, it looks like you're really disappointed. By me labeling them for the child shows them that I see them. Them feeling seen, sometimes it doesn't need to be solved. It just needs to be seen. Tip two, you don't have to solve it. Sometimes you just have to sit with it. Hold space. So they will be riding this emotion and it's a really big emotion. I have found that I can help my kids by saying, wow, that's really big. That sounds really hard. I can't fix it. Or, you know, like if you've said no to dessert right before bedtime or chocolate, whatever that is, and they're throwing a temper tantrum, it's like, wow, that's really hard. I can't give you the chocolate, but I can sit with you until you feel better. Or, wow, it looks like you're really sad. I can't take your sadness away and it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay. The emotion is okay. Because what we're addressing is that the emotion is okay. It is the behavior. We want healthy, constructive behavior, not disrespectful, destructive behavior. Yes, I see you. The emotion is okay. I can't take it away, but I can sit with you until you start to feel better. And I just, I hold that boundary so that they're not destroying anything themselves or other people. And then I just sit with them in that space to know that they are not alone as they are experiencing really big things. And it's helped them because suddenly it's okay. 
to have those big emotions, to feel it, and then to let it go. And then when they're ready to come out of it, we come out. Another big one that I've found helps a lot, and this is for when we are in complete meltdown and on a, like com- the kids are completely unable to regulate themselves, okay? It completely, like we are talking, screaming, and hitting things, and being super disrespectful, destructive, whatever that may look like for your child, I will take an ice cube and I place it in their hand. The change in physical environment, the change of a sensation, their brain is in, it has, the the emotional brain has completely hijacked all of the other brain, right? And sometimes the emotional brain will send the fight or flight brain into overdrive and it hijacks the brain and all logical thought stops the logical part of your brain is in the frontal lobe it is the most underdeveloped part of your brain the other parts are like the older sisters right they will take over if they think that you can't handle it there is no logic remember this there is no logic. You cannot reason with a child when they are in complete overload. You have to get them out like neurologically there. You cannot access their brain. You have to get them out of overload before you can have any kind of reasonable able to be reasoned with conversation with them. This ice cube trick, I have found this to be super effective. I say, hey, can you hold this for me? As my toddler is in complete meltdown, I'm like, hey, can you hold this for me? And I will give him an ice cube and he holds it. And then I'm like, oh, here, here's a cup for you to put it in. if it starts to get melty. And The shock, just the temperature change being an extreme temperature change is like, oh, and I don't have to yell. I don't have to like, I still hold the boundaries, right? We're not going to be disrespectful. We're not going to be unkind. We're not going to be destructive, but I have to get him out first before I can have any form of healthy conversation to help him through those emotions. The ice cube, it's it's amazing, right? Now, the other thing that you can do, this is just like a side note along the same lines of an ice cube. Saw this from a child therapist. It works. It's amazing. Is if they're super angry, take a cup of ice cubes and have them throw it at the ground outside. It breaks, it shatters like glass does, but it doesn't hurt anything. And they can get out that big feeling, right? Big motions like that. I hope this episode was helpful for you. This has been the greatest places that I've, I've found for progress for myself and my kids. If you found this helpful, will you like give this podcast a subscribe? And or share it with somebody that you think could really use this, could use the understanding and the help with the techniques to help their kids. 
Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week.